Okay, we're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hardwood Homies. We're going live again tonight. Um, this is one of your hosts, Jacob Owens. And this is your other host, Trenton DeRocher. And first of all, I wanted to say that we've been making a lot of content on YouTube. So if yeah. you're interested in checking some of that out, uh, just go to the Hardwood Homies on Inst- uh, on YouTube. YouTube. And uh, we'd really appreciate if you would subscribe just so you're in tune with our stuff and get notifications and all that. So, Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, where, I guess let's start with what we almost were just talking about. Um, The end, this was probably the biggest event that even non-basketball fans knew about over the weekend. Uh, on Sunday, there was a bit of an incident yeah, at there's the an Michigan-Wisconsin sure. game. Yeah, so. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, there's about 15 seconds left. Um, and Wisconsin's up 15. Uh, Michigan starts Full court pressing. Wisconsin has their backups in. They don't like it. They call timeout. And Michigan didn't like that they were calling timeouts with that little time left in the game. They kind of just want it to be over, which begs the question, why were they still pressing? But anyway, uh, Michigan took offense to it. They're going through the, uh, you know, the shaking hands line. What do you call that? The Just a handshake after yeah, the game. Yeah, they're just shaking uh-huh. hands after the game gets over. And uh, the Wisconsin coach Greg Gard, oh, yeah, well, he kind of they, he kind of grabbed Juwan Howard, well, that's Michigan after, coach. Yeah, Howard said, "I won't forget that," or "I won't effing forget that." And then I don't know if he did he. It might. I think there was some profanity in the video. Um, but he pretty much said, "I won't forget that." And then yeah. yeah. So then saying. anyway, the Wisconsin coach grabs his uh, kind of grabs him by the yeah. collar shirt, whatever. Yeah. And kind of pulls him in. They start having some words pretty soon. There's, you know, both benches are coming over. Everyone's kind of huddled in. Some shoves, some... Some punches. <laughs> some fists are some flying. Punches. And then, you know, uh, out of out of the woodwork comes Juwan Howard. Open palm slap right to the assistant coach for Wisconsin. I guess head. forehead kind of... Yeah, it's just his head he kind of slapped yeah. at it. Um, yeah, what... And then uh, Howard ended up getting suspended the final five regular season games, $40,000 fine and guard. And some of the players who threw a punch got suspended mm-hmm. and guard for Wisconsin. He got fined 10000 What did you make of it all, I guess? Um, People were taking sides pretty much online. So I don't really disagree with the punishment for anyone. I'd say it's fairly close to what I think should have happened. And the situation, I guess, what did you think? Because it became a... The situation, I take Wisconsin's side in terms of the fight. I think okay. I think that it's ridiculous for Michigan to care so much that Wisconsin's still coaching the game when they're still trying to press and keep the game going, too. Really? Okay. Why, why, are, why is it up to Wisconsin to give up coaching with the last 15 seconds left? Well, that's... A, I actually take the side of uh, Michigan, but not in the, not in the terms of a fight. I don't think you fight. Obviously, for Howard, uh, I think he should have been suspended. I don't have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. My issue is, and I don't even care, you know what? They want to press, so they're going to call a timeout, all that. I don't really care about it. What got me is Howard wants to say something, so he's going to talk, but guard decides to grab him. And once he does that, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Do I think it should have led to a, a scrum? No, but I... I do think guard got off with something. I think he should have been suspended a bit because if he doesn't grab him, 
and you usually yeah, are but once you grab start ta- you start so. talking about suspending guys just for like grabbing someone's shirt, that's grabbing that's him ridiculous. when he's shaking his hand. Yeah, I, I would suspend. He pretty much caused a fight. So oh, I uh, I'd say Howard started the fight by talking a bunch of crap. So I, I guess know. it goes both ways. He just said I won't forget it, which he shouldn't have said, but uh, he probably meant that. Uh, now he definitely yeah. Won't well, the way it. he said it was certainly pretty threatening, and oh. Uh, right. Yeah, he he was angry. Well, one thing that I really uh, didn't appreciate is you see videos online of like people are getting more than just a scrum. You have this Wisconsin coach, uh, pretty much. You've seen the video. Mm-mm. He's like, uh, what's a polite way to say it? Um, he's what's what's a, what's the best way to put? I don't even. I didn't see like, the video. He's. I He's pumping his hips. Oh, back he's doing and forth. some hip thrusts. Yeah, like he points at him and does that, and like oh, he okay. didn't get in trouble. Or anything. It just. It obviously you don't fight over that. I'm not condoning that. I just think. I don't know. I think it was a little more complex than oh Howard lost his mind and right. he can't con- yeah. But anyway, that was the big uh, yeah story of the weekend. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Kind of weird how it took over. Like we almost saw it. you might have seen it live. I saw. It well, right I was after, watching the so. game live and it started kind of getting over and I walked away and wasn't really paying attention. And pretty soon I looked back and I was like, oh Jacob, there's a fight going on because I didn't see what had yeah. happened or anything. And I I looked and then. Pretty soon I saw some players like throwing some big punches and I was like, holy smokes, this is a much bigger fight than I thought it was. Yeah, then, usually in basketball, it's, it's like... It's just like they get in their face shove exactly. a couple times. But it's, yeah, no, this was a pretty good fight, actually. <laughs> That's the takeaway. It was a good That's fight. That's the takeaway. It's fun to watch. It was no, an entertaining uh, fight. I was kind of hoping that uh, Arizona and Oregon would get in a fight the other day. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, um, game day, Arizona escaped with... Uh, Really, yeah, it was close a win. Really Oregon played game. really good. I thought it was kind of. I think they, uh, they looked like they were going to win. We escaped, mm-hmm. but uh, Oregon, if they make it into the tournament, which I, we don't think they will, most likely. Yeah. No. Well, I don't uh, know. it's hard to say. Know. If they do, I wouldn't want to play them, but I, I doubt they get in at this point. The bubble has been flipping so much lately, though. I mean, teams are going from not in to in, and then they're, you know. Yeah, team, actually, teams, let's look at it right now. Yeah, well, um, this isn't 100% updated because it hasn't taken into account Tuesday's games yet. But as of right now, the last four buys are Miami, North Carolina, Creighton, and San Francisco. The last four in are Michigan. That's big. Their coach is suspended. So. Indiana, Memphis, San Diego State. And then the first four out are SMU, BYU, Oklahoma, and Dayton. And then after that, next four out are Florida, Kansas State, Oregon, and St. Bonaventure. And there's two things. Two of those teams just lost. Indiana just lost to Ohio State, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma just got beat bad to what, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech yeah. So that's kind of noteworthy. Yeah, I'd say Oklahoma's on their dying breath. No, I think they're point. done, too, unless they somehow won the Big 12 tournament, or something, right. which and, I don't think so. Uh, Florida lost yesterday, too, so they're looking they're in tough shape, too. The well, lost bus got them. The, the Arkansas, woo pig suey. Uh, no, I, I'm not a big Arkansas guy. But Trenton, you're not even a big Arkansas guy. You like their coach, which he's fine. I, I like their players. I like their he, team. Oh yeah, Note and yeah, you got some connections. I got likes. Too. You know, likes. he's a Miami okay. transfer. Always that's from Miami boys. Not Note, yeah. I like Note too, though. Okay. I like a lot of their players. They're fun to watch. They yeah. play really hard defensively. Well, that's true. That's true. They Space. Are. They're a really good passing team. They've got 
took them a long time to get things going. I don't no, know. No, yeah, I agree. I was worried about them for a while, but they've really turned it on late. So yeah, and I'm really. It's weird to me that Florida was only. They're probably going to get dropped more now, but they're in next four out after they beat. This weekend, they beat Auburn by one at home. Wasn't the most convincing game late where they looked like they were trying to pretty much figure out how they could turn it over the last yeah. minute. But, I'm a little surprised um, they're as yeah. low as they are, too. Yeah. I, they're, they were 17-7 and seven going into the game, about 500 in the SEC, which I think the SEC is a really good conference. So. Yeah, yeah. But um, I know they won a tournament early. They won something on a uh, Tyree Appleby for Florida hit a buzzer beater to win one of those oh, opening tournaments. I don't remember who it was against, but they won some tournament, so I assume they beat a couple good teams. But maybe they have some really bad losses that I'm not sure of. Yeah, they must. I, I don't. But the, also Auburn after that loss, they've lost a. They haven't, you know, they haven't been blown out at all. But they lost another close game, and I think they just dropped a three. Right. Which yeah. people are kind of angry about that, and I don't. You know, they're a good team, whatever, but I definitely don't want to hear their fans saying, I don't want to, this season, you can't argue, oh, you know, they're not being fair to us in the polls or anything. They're they're getting big benefit of the doubt. I don't think most teams would get after losing, like, two in the last three weeks. Or? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. They've they've been struggling a bit. Um, I I thought that they were a little overrated for a lot of the time. Yeah, I think they're a good team, but I don't think they're a like serious top seed. I think they're more of a two or a three seed team than they are at one. Yeah, they. Well, it's weird because uh, their best. Well, what do you say? Jabari Smith is their best player. Uh, uh yeah, Kessler's really good too. Actually, yeah, Kessler's really yeah. We, I they That's both true. are really good. Like Smith is a freshman, he's a five he has star, more upside. I mean, he's yeah, he's a lottery pick, and he. The weird thing about him is their last possession Saturday, and this has happened before, where he didn't take the shot, and it didn't look like there was ever the plan for him to take the shot. Mm-hmm. But I've seen him hit a lot of clutch threes when they're down late, and yeah. like it looks like they're out of it. So I don't get why they don't go to him. Well, like I, I don't get that at all. They went with um. The guy that took it, I, Green, but I don't Green, yeah, Green. Wendell Green, yeah. yeah, he, I think he's like their sixth man even, but he's kind of a good scorer. But I'm surprised didn't they look good. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't go with KD Johnson. He's been the guy that kind of closes for him late. He attacks the basket really well, and in that situation when you're down one and just need a two, I'd give it to him, run him off a screen, just go downhill. You know they're not going to want to foul and give up free no, throws, so no. just finish at the rim. But yeah, no, it was a really bad possession. Oh, really bad. It was yeah. almost as bad as the Oregon possession against Arizona. Yeah, you had in the Auburn game, he pretty much was dribbling out the clock, and then he decided to throw it down low, and it was uh, well, like pretty much a turnover, but the yeah. clock expired. Yeah, they didn't get a shot off at all, turned it over. And then Oregon, the guy decided, so he had Coloco, a seven-footer on him, so he decided they were down three, they need a three, so he drives, takes a mid-range shot, but doesn't even did he even yeah, get it, got it off? Blocked. It got it, blocked. It, I think he did get it off, but okay. it wouldn't have mattered because it yeah. was a two and they needed three. So it, very, uh, very head scratching possessions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. Auburn, I think I think that the no. Oregon guy's intent was I'll dribble in and I'll be able to kick it out somewhere. Not good but clock management. Obviously, Arizona's trained to think, well, we can give up a two. We're not <laughs> stepping off to help. So he had nowhere to pass it and had to just throw it out. Yeah, they're, uh, Lloyd, Arizona's coach, actually said they were going to foul, except when they had Coloco on him 
And yeah, I guess it was, just had Coloco run him off the three point line. Said, "Hey, you're long. He's not gonna be able to get a shot up over you if you block." You know, the and then he played line. into it. He could have played it better against Coloco too. But yeah, um, Auburn. One thing with them is they know how, and they've lost a few close games. So they're one of those teams that really knows how to win. I was telling you this. They know how to win close mm-hmm. games, which is really. Oh, yeah, there's something it's to be useful. said about that. Like, I don't even – I want to call it a skill, but I don't know what you even attribute it to. But there's some teams that win the close ones and some teams that always lose the heartbreakers. And um, Auburn's definitely uh, – they're going to win those most of the time. So even if they're not a one, they, they're right. dangerous for sure. That's obvious by the ranking. Another well, thing that stands out to me on this bubble list that we were looking at here is San Francisco. They've got an opportunity to really cement their self they in. They play at home against Gonzaga on Saturday, right? No. No, it's I, tomorrow. I it's it, tomorrow. Okay. Gonzaga has a really bad week, actually. They play at St. Mary's Saturday. Yeah. So they have a, if Gonzaga's going to lose, I think it's this week. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a good point because their last four buys, they've had a really good season, but they're still yeah, on the edge. They're right there. I mean, if, if they win this one, they're probably going to be in no matter what, I would think. If they lose, maybe they drop to last four in, which mm-hmm. means for people that don't know, um, the way they have it is last four buys is kind of self-explanatory, but last four in, they added um, two games they play before the official tournament starts. Uh and the, what seeds are they? We'll oh, have, I think they're, there's two oh, 12s 12 and, and two 11. 11s. Yep. So two 12s and two 11s play, and that's kind of – that's their way – they added more teams by adding that a few years ago. And last year, UCLA was one of those teams, and they made a run. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not like – No, there's been a yeah. couple teams that have made it from the first four to the final four. Yeah. You look at the VCU team with Shaka Smart. Oh, yeah, yeah. They made it from – Rags to riches, if you will. <laughs> I like that, yeah. No, so it's um, that's what it is, and it's worth uh, keeping track of. And you have a lot of big names there this year. You have, uh, if it started today in Lenardi. Yeah, looking at today, so, uh, yeah. Michigan would play Memphis in the 11 seed game, and Indiana would play San Diego State if it was today. Another West Coast team and two, Michigan and Memphis, I think I thought they were like dark horses early on. And yeah, now they're going to make it, maybe. I don't think Memphis so, is going to make it. You don't, yeah, okay. Yeah, they may not. <laughs> I'm surprised they're still where they're at after getting blown out by SMU last week. Yeah, and no, and SMU's even lower. Mm-hmm. Their first four out. So. I see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I guess there's something to be. They beat Houston. I mean, it's a good win. But Houston's been losing to everyone lately. So. And go um, for anyone who's live. Feel free to uh, shoot a question. We, you know, we like answering those. We had a lot of fun up mm-hmm. with them. Uh, I think the first time we went live, especially, but let's, yeah, let's look at the rest of the bracket actually, because we figured we haven't done this in a bit. We're getting less than three weeks from selection Sunday. So we may as well go over it with everyone again. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the mountain West? That's a conference oh, that have just been, they're having a really good season. I'm trying yeah, to, they've got four teams in right now. Just four. I thought they might even have five. No, they might. Four. They, uh, they've got Colorado State, Seattle. Wyoming, Boise State, and then San Diego State was in the last oh, four. Oh, okay. In, so. Yeah, they have all – none of their seeds are that good. They got – No, a bunch of eights and nines. Wyoming's and, a nine. Colorado State's an eight. Uh, where's – Is Wyoming a nine now? Oh, yeah, they lost, didn't they? That's right. They did. They you lost. were happy about because Miami, kind of that bubble watch. Yeah. You guys are on the bubble too, so I don't yeah. that. Yeah, we won yesterday, so I think we'll probably be back inside the last – or the 
last four buys. So, so yeah, yeah hopefully we're in good up. shape unless you, I don't know, do something. Crazy. Yeah, we'd probably have to lose but. definitely two more games, probably three. They're uh, nice. right now, I guess, just for reference, in the East, no, in the West, Gonzaga's a one, and Texas, Texas, two. In the South, Arizona's a one, and Baylor. Baylor's a two. And out East, you got Auburn at one, Purdue at two, Midwest, Kansas at one, and who's Kentucky. Kentucky's at two. One thing from that, I uh, you have Gonzaga. Um, if that happened, they would end up with Texas Tech as a two, which I think they're probably the best two seed of... I actually know you have Kentucky, Kentucky too, yeah. But they're one of the best because... Um, did you see the tweet? I told you about this earlier against mm-hmm. uh, like the committee for March Madness came out with a list of the top 16 teams. If the tournament started today and I'll, I'll read that in a bit, but um, another graphic that came out was of those 16 teams, which team has the most wins against those other top squads oh, yeah. and Texas tech had six and the next closest team were a few teams with three Really? It was very impressive. And I remember, didn't you pick them for the Final Four? Yeah. That one night? That I was did. a good pick. The more I, when I saw that, I was like, geez, they're like some stats, you can't hide how good a team is. And that was one of them. So uh, I don't know. I just found that really interesting. But yeah. Um, one team that I'm seeing that's popping up is uh, Iowa. They've been quietly playing really well. I was going to say, lately. I know nothing about Iowa. Or they've I, quietly been playing really well lately. They just blew out Michigan State yesterday, and they've won. I don't know. It just feels like every time I look at them, they've been winning. But they were, um, they're up to a seven seed in right now. I would guess that they're probably a six now in uh, Fair. after that win. So. Yeah. Um, just a team to maybe watch. I just we haven't I talked like about yeah, them no. since real early in the year when we talked Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray, yeah, that's they've just kind of quietly been sitting right around the six seven seed mark, and I just thought I'd give them a little shout out because they had a big like that. big win. So no, I I like that little shout out. That was nice, nice thing to do for them. But no, I agree with you. I kind of forgot about them. Yeah, they're uh, a really forgettable like, team. Yeah. They're just right middle road in the Big Ten. They just kind of beat who they should and they getting um, the job done enough i guess yeah uh we got a question here um i'll I'll let you answer first but uh do you think baylor will make a serious run during march that's That's it i like that question it's a tough question that is one of two ways i my heart says no but uh i also last year didn't really expect them to be a championship team so maybe they've I don't know. Scott Drew's always got him ready for March, it seems like. So it's hard to pick against him. But I just don't know if they have the guard depth that they had last year or the, you know, just they don't have the quality they had last year. So I could see them. uh, I could see them bowing out early or I could see them making a run. But I don't I don't think they make a serious run. I would lean more towards, you know, sweet 16 for them. Really? That's my prediction. They were one of my I kind of cop did a cop out um the first time we went live i was like them or duke one of them i think will make the tournament even though they haven't looked as good we'll make the tournament no sorry well (laughs) we'll make the final four i would guess baylor or duke i bet you they both make the tournament (laughs) yeah that's a smart guess but even if they lose out (laughs) um no but yeah so i think they're both make the uh the 
No, I thought one of them would make the final four. I'm so mm-hmm. confused after the tournament comment I made. But anyway, um, yeah. the Baylor question is interesting. They have a really big game that I think I might judge kind of my answer answer to that based on. They play at home against Kansas this weekend. Um, it's on Saturday. They're both top 10. Kansas is five. Baylor's 10. And I think I'll tune into that game especially because this is sometimes teams that like were good all year and then they make a big run. You'll start to see them flip a switch here. Uh, And that's big for also who wins the regular season of the Big 12. So I will, I'll watch that. And if Baylor looks good, I I would pick them to go far. I don't think they're going to win the whole thing again, but I mean, that doesn't mean they don't make a run. So yeah, um, no, I, that's, I can agree with that. Providence game going on. Yes, I saw this. I haven't seen that. They actually. were tied with Xavier with four minutes to go. I think it was 60-60. Mm. But we're not. The game we have <laughs> on is LSU and can LSU at Kentucky. I could uh, probably put that on real quick, though. Yeah, we, we actually might see it at the very conclusion of the game. Uh, another thing of note is that we just had the Duke game on. They just had a pretty good win over uh, Virginia on the road, so... Duke's kind did of did they pull it out? Yeah, they did. Okay, it was, it was on, a close but game. Yeah. yeah, okay, that was I think that was on ESPN too. They, was it? They they knew it was going to be a good game. So uh, do you know which channel the Providence game's on? I'm not sure. I don't know. Big East is kind of weird to be honest. Um, I'm I, I kind of just assumed it was going to be on Fox. Sports, That's what I it usually is, but I didn't see it on there. So anyway, uh, let me um, just look it up. Uh, big, we could talk a little UConn. They had a big win. Yeah, let's stay in the Big East. I'm looking up Providence, but yeah, we saw that you saw the full thing. I saw the end of it last night. UConn, right. uh, oh geez, um, versus Villanova. Villanova. Yeah. yeah. Quite the game, actually. What, uh, what did you think of it, I guess? You got more of a read on it than me, it felt like. I thought it was one of the better basketball games I've seen this year. I think that people are going to be quick to say that, you know, the ending was bad, so they're going to, you know, throw out the result. But I don't know. People didn't like the jump ball call at the end. But uh, both teams looked really good to me. I think that the Big East tournament is going to be super exciting. And I think that about most of the conference tournaments. I think there's a lot of parity this year in almost all the conferences. And I think that there's a handful of teams that could win every single one of them. You were telling me that you think the tournaments will be. And yeah, I agree with you. Um, I didn't see a ton, but I mean, it was an impressive win. I I don't know. UConn's a weird team because I haven't seen them play much, but they're like, they're one of those teams that I think due to my own, um, just me not watching, I'll under, like undersell them in my bracket. But I, I'll be I'll pay close attention to who they play because it's not easy to beat Villanova by any means. No. And their coach was ejected for half the game. Mm-hmm. So One of the worst calls I've ever seen, by the way. What happened exactly? So I saw it on Twitter first because I, I didn't have the game on. It was the first half. And um, I was thinking, man, the, there's no way that's the call. It's got to be, you know, something bigger than what it was. But... Come to find out, I watch it back, and it's just horrible. Anyway, he's kind of jar, you know, talking to the refs a long time. He's complaining, and they give him a technical. So he, uh, you know, maybe thirty seconds later, he's still kind of upset, but he's gotten over it. And he just looks to the crowd, and he starts just kind of pumping him up, like you know, let's all get back in this thing, let's get it amped up again. 
and they just tee him up again and throw him out. Second, technically, yeah, they think. I mean, I don't know. I think that it was a lack of composure by the ref. I think that he took it as like an ego thing. Yeah, I think that he just wanted to, you know, be the guy to. I don't know. He wanted to make it all about him. Is what I thought. I I didn't like. Yeah, no, I didn't like it either. I I just realized like today that what had happened is I didn't know he got teed up like the first time for a while. I thought it was just randomly ejected him for that, but it was like after he got a technical and I can see there's a world where you, he gets a technical and the next thing you know, he's pumping up the crowd. It's like, okay, that would be annoying, but you don't toss a coach for doing that. Uh, No, in the biggest game of, yeah, probably UConn season. So far, One of, yeah, probably the right. biggest game of the Big East so far this year. Well, Providence, yeah, that was. I don't know. Cool they're game. all big games right now. Um, so yeah. Oh, in the Providence game, I they were down three with two minutes and forty seconds left. Let's check. Uh, they're still down three, and Xavier is actually a team that's not been playing well lately. But it's no, not a shock. Str- they've been struggling lately. But I don't think it's a shock they would win. No, they're a I good agree. team. They're, um. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, Providence, they've had a lot of close calls, actually. Seton mm-hmm. Hall, they, no, DePaul is who I'm thinking You want to talk about a team that uh, earlier in the year has known how to win games. Holy That's smokes. True. We were talking to Auburn knowing how to win. Providence really knew how to win for a while. They end up losing to Villanova, but... And, yeah, that their, was... Their comeback against DePaul and all, you know, they had all sorts of close games that they were able to sneak away the Paul so. team that's not good either it's not no a, it wouldn't be a, they're like, a weird team I, I talked about this the other day I think DePaul is probably the weirdest team in college basketball just because they're in the major conference. they're a major conference team and I would say like maybe 60 70 percent of college basketball fans maybe have never even like heard of it yeah no does no. that seem crazy I don't know I didn't think much of it. I was like, what, like what are you DePaul, talking like, about? But then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you kind of have a point. <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's like a major conference team, but it just doesn't even... It, no name know. recognition. It feels like a fake anything. school. Feels like That's a, what you said. It feels like a fake school to me. I kind mm-hmm. of... Yeah, I feel that. Uh, oh, and before I forget, let me read this just so um, people know. So the committee that will decide the teams in the bracket... Um, as well as their seedings, they just came out Sunday. We already talked about it. The top 16 teams. So I'll just read off who they are. So the top four teams, Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Kansas. And this is all in order. So those are the ones, but that's the number one, yeah. one, et cetera. Um, then you have twos, Baylor, Kentucky, Purdue, Duke. Threes, Villanova, Texas Tech, Tennessee, Illinois. And the fours, they have Wisconsin, UCLA, Providence, and Texas. I kind of like the, this sounds weird, but the, there's a lot of like geographic diversity. There's a good West-East balance and it's not, I don't yeah. know, it's not all dominated by the ACC or. It is different conferences. to see the uh, Pac-12 getting some teams actually towards the top of the conference because they had a good year last year, but they didn't have any teams that were top four seeds. And this think. year they have, oh, they, I guess USC is not in there, but they have two top fours, but then they might only get three teams in the tournament. Right. Yeah. Not even, very, very top heavy conference for sure. Very top. Kind of disappointing to see. You kind of want them to have a better season say, look how good we did. Now we're going to get more teams in, but it hasn't worked out like that. Uh, uh, any opinions about player of the year? Sheep white. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Sheepway will get it almost certainly. Right. Just, I don't know. He's his stats have been monstrous all year. He's Kentucky's Kentucky, yep. Kentucky's starting to roll round into shape. They're going to be a two or a one seed, and when you're the best player on one of the best teams, your chances are yeah, pretty good. So I think Sheepway's going to win it. He's the star center for Kentucky. Uh, and yeah, he's averaging I don't know something crazy like over 15 points and rebounds a game. Yeah. Um, so you know I I know it. I mean I, Kofi's gonna be up there. Kofi, they throw from Illinois. Their center, uh, they throw around uh, Davis, Johnny Davis mm-hmm. from Wisconsin. A lot um, of good Big Ten players this year. There are yeah. I oh yeah because you also have he's not really in that conversation but you have like guys from Purdue like Jay yeah Ivy and, and then you've got Dickinson from Michigan who they've they've been struggling but he's still a great player yeah I don't know I don't really the player of the year is tough because I don't feel like I see them enough to be making that but statistically yeah Shibway's probably the guy uh, well if you're going straight off stats it's probably Kofi honestly what is he. Is he averaging even more yeah. than 15 rebounds? I think, well, I don't know if he's averaging more than 15, more but points, he's definitely averaging probably. more points. Yeah. I'd say he's, I think he's one, I want to say he's averaging 22 to 24 a game and then probably 12 to 14 rebounds. Double, double stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, and that's the thing. I'm biased against him because the one game I saw him against my team, he didn't play the best, but he still played fine and he was shut down. But yeah, he's still that probably, was probably his worst game of the year and he still had. 18 and probably a double double yeah so So, i yeah no i i would agree with you um i don't know it's it player of the year is tough because it's also it is you have to be on a good team davis is really good but i don't think wisconsin he's not so good that he can compensate for wisconsin not being a you know top five team i don't think illinois well kofi they're what a top 15 team and he's up there yeah well we said there are three so, seeds so yeah i think there were 15 in the ap poll so um i don't know yeah i i like that shibwe he's he's actually a transfer too which is kind of cool you can yeah. transfer to a place and then win player of the year mm-hmm. probably inspires more players to transfer uh, i'll say it again yeah. though cameron mcgusty for miami deserves a lot more credit than what he's getting because he's He's not even on most of the ACC first team lists, and he's averaging like 18 a game on 50% shooting, and he's, I think, third or so in the conference in steals per game, and he averages like seven rebounds, so I, I don't know. He's you not getting a whole lot of credit. He, like, even I know comparing a, him to Matherin and stuff, he has really good stats. Yeah. Like, it's not like just... I know I'm a Miami fan, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. We we don't get a whole lot of respect from any category this year, honestly, but... He's, he's your best player. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought him up because you brought him up the other weekend and I kind of in my head was like, okay, yeah, I... You know he's your guy, but then the stats don't lie there either. So no, he's um, he's been playing really really well. He shoots, he's been really really efficient. I guess is the best way to describe him. It's not like his stats are like monstrous or anything, but to average eighteen a game on you know shooting as good a percentage as he does, it's pretty impressive. And we're I don't know. Do you have any like big? Uh, do you think? There's anything dramatic that's going to happen in any of the conference races or anything coming up? We, they're kind, you know, they only have a few weeks left. It's not like a lot can change. So I don't know. I'm just, 
Um, Some of the conferences are closer than others. Like I, I think, think SEC got I think, closer. Yeah, it has gotten closer. I just don't think that Auburn has the schedule to give it away. Yeah. As good as the teams below them have been doing, I don't think that they're going to be able to pass them because they're just too far behind right now. What does Auburn have? Just the one conference loss, or do they have two? I believe they have. I believe they have two. Oh now. yeah, two. They yeah. lost to Florida and Arkansas. And then I'd I'd love to say that Arkansas could catch them, but I think they're just too far behind. I think they're still down two games and. Yeah, and we'll also you have uh, so. I kind of thought that too. I there's a few conferences where it's close, but like the Big Twelve, I don't think it um, anything's going to change. The Pac twelve, I don't unless Arizona lays an egg the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I one thing that I noticed, and I don't know if SEC this will change, but Auburn this weekend goes to Tennessee. That's tough. Which not easy. And then you have, and this isn't easy either. But Kentucky goes to Arkansas. If Kentucky wins at Arkansas and Auburn loses. I'm not sure where I That's going to be such like a, a good game. Heat in the- Kentucky Arkansas is going to be an amazing game, I bet you. Oh yeah, better will be. This is one of the better weekends for games I've seen since early early on. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh and across all conferences, you have SEC, Big 12, uh even some Big 10 games. I don't um, know exactly yeah. what like some of the records are. are. Do you happen to have any of that stuff? I'm not sure. Well, Who's like in terms of Big 10, isn't it really close at the top? The top it's fairly close. I'm pretty sure the Big 10's yeah. really close, isn't it? I think Wisconsin has is like has a share of it right now or something, don't they? With Illinois or I'll check. Bull Purdue's up there too. That's yeah, I know. That's sure. what yeah. I have no idea. That's actually a good been... point. I kind of get um you have the SEC and the Big 12. I'd say the Big but, Ten uh, has the biggest chance of varying, probably. Yeah, no, I would agree with of that. Of all of them. Because you have Purdue at the top. Well, actually, well, yeah. Purdue has just a win over Wisconsin. They're okay, 13 so they're a half game up. Yep. And then uh, Illinois, yeah, 12 and 4 like Wisconsin. So, yeah, those three. Yeah, so the there's top. three games with three teams within a half game. Well, and then Ohio State at 10 and 5, only one more loss. So, yeah. You know, that's I don't know, it is close. I uh I don't know, I don't really see it changing much. I was just curious. I think when we get to the conference tournament, yeah. that's where it's more interesting because you who wins that you get in. Uh I would say Purdue's probably got that probably dang near one. I know they beat Illinois head to head twice. Already. I think. Uh definitely once. Maybe it was twice. I think they. I remember one of them. They kind of beat him up a little bit. Okay, yeah, and then I want to say Especially they played the on uh, MLK Day, mm. and it was a thriller, but Illinois lost. Okay. So, yeah, no, I think that is good. I was ignoring the Big Ten when they're the one that actually is probably the closest to. Yeah, if something's some gonna man. change, it's there. Uh, okay. Um, We've got a question on Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I, you can. There's like, it, what is it? A three horse race, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Cooley from Providence. Mark Dave. Uh, Mark Adams. Avin- Texas Adams. Tech. <laughs> Mark Adams, Texas Tech, and then Lloyd. Lloyd, but just be honest. Lloyd has better players than both of those schools in terms of like NBA talent. I think so. That hurts him. Like Providence and Providence especially. They do. I don't even know if they have like an NBA draft pick on that roster right now. No. And they're such a good team. They're ranked top fifteen in the country. 
They might have yeah. lost tonight, but I don't know. Adams I think Cooley, I'd probably. say Providence is probably number one right now, and then I'd say Lloyd's probably two. Well, yeah, okay. Adams, yeah, I, I don't know. I got Adams really angry inherited about something I saw. some good stuff. A good program. Like, yeah, a yeah. really good program and really good talent, too, because they have a lot of talent. Yeah. Um. Let's. What's this other? NBA. Always NBA. That's fine. Uh. All-star break. NBA post-all-star break. Wait, is it? Yeah. Oh, after, yeah. Oh. Oh, big. Chris Paul. Six to eight weeks, he's out. Um, hmm. Probably going to miss the rest of the regular season with a wrist injury, I believe. My uh, NBA knowledge has really fallen behind this year. Yeah. Uh, I think that maybe Curry got some confidence back a little bit in the All-Star game. He made 16 threes. So, I don't know, maybe he turns it around. But he's he had really been struggling. Yeah, we don't really watch the All-Star game. To be, I can speak for myself here. Uh it's a thumb injury for Chris Paul. Um, I can tell you that the dunk contest was terrible. Yeah, people <laughs> like, really hated that. The last couple of years, the dunk contest has just been brutal. They don't really play defense, which I guess it's like supposed to be a break. So I don't know. You have mixed feelings it's about that. It's better than the Pro Bowl. You Holy don't like smokes. that, yeah. The Pro Bowl is like, oh, man. You want be like watching tackle. basketball without dribbling. <laughs> I know. We almost we got in an argument about it, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's not all of the Jacob doesn't like games. Jacob doesn't like contact. He's kind of a he'd rather play flag football out there. Probably would. Keep my brain safe. Um but yeah, no, I that's kind of the big well, okay. We have a commenter saying Paul will get to be fresh for the finals. Actually that's exactly right. I was gonna slander that, but maybe yeah, you're actually right because um I'm sure he's going to stay in shape. It's something on it. It's a thumb injury. So he'll be really fresh for the finals. He'll be sitting on the bench watching the Warriors win. <laughs> I don't know. Not on the bench. I mean, on the couch. This is a concern, bench. though. Be he's soon. really vital to them. <laughs> Do the Suns start losing? Do they give up the one seed in the West and fall to like three or something? I don't know. But it's possible if you miss the rest of the regular season starting point guard, like. If they stay at one, yeah, I would have that attitude. As long as the but Lakers don't win, I don't care who wins. I don't think the Lakers are going to win. Uh, I don't think they will either, but as long as they don't, happy NBA season. Okay, good. good. Um, yeah, I mean, anything else we should add? We're kind of getting to the March end of March is upon us. Close. March yeah, is say, almost upon us. Wait, just wait a little bit more. And I'm getting so that. excited. We were talking about it the other day. It's it'll be fun. Um, we I've been watching the uh, March Madness one shining moment videos recently. And now it makes highlights, more sense because it's not like from, November and you're watching. I know it. <laughs> highlights from past tournaments and I don't know. I've been getting pretty amped. Yeah. Oh, we have uh, the Suns fan. I should just say it, it's my brother <laughs> in the chat. He's saying. The Warriors suck. Have, he says the Warriors yeah. suck. Uh, uh, the Suns, the declaration is the Suns would have to go below 500 to lose the one seed. I'm guessing that's just kind of your guess, but I, I believe you. You track it a lot more than us. So um, there you go. Maybe it is going to be a blessing in disguise, or maybe Paul comes back and he gets injured in the playoffs again. Jeez. Um, I don't wish it on the guy. Put some voodoo on I'm, poor Chris Paul. I don't need to put voodoo. It's already out there. Uh yeah, wish him the best. Uh, let let's end it there. There's nothing more. There's nothing more to say. Uh, get well, Chris Paul. Good night, everyone. <laughs>